Well, welcome back, everyone. If you've been following along, our last two episodes have been leading up to this, the final installation of our three-part series on macronutrients or macros. I'm Melissa Burns, and this is Let's Be Great One Five, a YMCA Rock River Valley podcast dedicated to all things healthy living. And I'm Gina Carvelis. I know we've covered a lot, um, but I think it's really been helpful to whittle this down into three parts so that it all makes sense when we talk about macro tracking during this episode. I think so too. Macro tracking is tricky. It, you know, it really helps to understand the basics of macronutrients before we tackle that. And again, you know, as with most things, this is not an exact science. It looks very different for different people and we're providing a guideline to help you get started. And, you know, if you're interested in macro tracking, this is a great place to start. Yep. And I'm going to say it again. I think I said this in the last episode, but just a reminder that you might find what works for you, which is always great, but down the road, you're, you might need to tweak it. So I've had this happen myself. You know, I kind of get in my groove. I know what's working. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm like, what the heck, this isn't working anymore, but you have to look at things. Maybe, maybe it's been a couple of years. You're a little bit older. Maybe your activity level has changed because of an injury or just being busy and, and kind of putting things on the back burner. So all kinds of things can factor into hitting that sweet spot. And we just want to make sure that Um, we remind you of that and know that you may need to change things, you know, once you've found it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just you saying that I've never talked to one person that is trying to reach a certain fitness, you know, level that has not had to change things throughout life. I mean, it's, it's part of life. And I, this is why I'm in this industry is because it's always changing and there's always new information out. Um, but it's not the same repetitive thing day after day after day. So, you know, you definitely need to be, um, up to speed on, you know, what the latest is out there, the information and, Mm um, and just figure out what I guess works with your body. Talk to your doctor. I said that before, (laughs) So, you know, definitely important, but so, you know, if, if we use the federal dietary recommendations, a macro breakdown is about. 45 to 60% carbs, it's 20 to 35% fats, and then the remainder is protein. So in some schools of thought, that's, that's quite low for protein. If you've already used a fitness tracker, like my fitness pal, you might not realize that the macro breakdown is provided. We talked about this um, in a previous episode too. Yeah. So really cool. It's on the free feature of, you know, my fitness pal. Um, but just, you know, look into the nutrition tab and click on macros. Um, you know, and don't be surprised if carbs and fats make up a big part of your macro pie, you know, it's more important than you think it is, but I think, um, just starting to get an idea and I'm a, I'm, I learn really well by seeing a picture of things. Mm-hmm. And so by seeing that pie chart, I, I, it's just definitely brings everything full circle and, and helps you just, like I said, it's a great starting point. If you're starting to look at these things. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I follow a a lot of people on Instagram who are in fitness and and nutrition and, um, some people track macros and, and I just, just yesterday I was, uh, looking at a particular person who I really like, I think he's super smart. Um, and he doesn't track all his macros, but he pays the most attention to his, his protein. He knows what his daily calories should be. And he knows what his, what his protein should be. And he knows that as long as he hits his protein, his carbs and his fats are going to kind of fall 
with, you know, within their, what range they should be. So I just, yeah. just mentioned that just because this can get a little confusing and overwhelming and, and you can simplify it that way. Just pay attention to calories. We all need to know what our daily calorie intake or more of what our weekly average should be as far as mm-hmm. caloric intake, and then pay attention to protein. Um, I do think that the easiest thing to start playing around with, um, and the one that might the, make the most difference if you're going to start tracking your macros is protein. And for the reason you just said, Melissa, if we're following the standard, like federal, you know, that diet, it's my plate. Now it used to be the food pyramid. Yeah. Um, it's very high in carbs and fats. And then the rest is protein. Um, there's a lot of different ways to kind of approach what your protein percentage should be. We talked in our last episode, it can be as high as one gram per body weight, um, ideal body weight. So if we used, you know, our, our desired weight and figured that per pound, it's pretty easy to do. Um, maybe you're at a certain weight now, look at what you would like to be at or what you think is your, your true fighting weight mm-hmm. and use that number. And then knowing that each gram of protein con- contains four grams, you can figure out how many protein calories you're consuming daily. So again, 150 pound person, it's just easy for me to do the math. Uh, it's 150 grams of protein, which is about 600 calories because it's four um, calories per gram. So if I'm eating about 2000 calories a day, that leaves 1400 calories to fill with the carbs and fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think there are many other ratios out there depending on who's endorsing them and what your goals are and so on. Um, but you know, this is where you have to start experimenting with things to see really what works for you. And, you know, and I think, you know, if you're just starting out, um, or maybe, you know, you've tried just counting and keeping track of what your daily calories should be, but you're not starting to see results. This is where you, you now it's the time, you know, to start paying attention to the breakdowns of everything. Mm-hmm. And if paying attention to all three of these categories, carbohydrates, fats, proteins is too much, too time consuming, the pie charts, overwhelming on my <laughs> fitness pal. So like Gina said, just focus on the protein. Maybe, maybe that's a, a good place to start. And then, you know, it, as you do anything right, practice makes perfect. And so yeah. once you start to do it, you get the hang of it. And we've said this many times in our podcast before, but we tend to eat the same things all the time. So you, yeah. you know, you have a certain taste for things. Gina likes avocados. I like almonds. <laughs> I like eggs, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. um, you tend to eat, you know, the same thing. And so you get into a routine and it just gets easier and easier. So maybe you yeah. just start with the protein. Yeah. And, and I, one thing I noticed, and I've, again, I've mentioned before that I've really tried to increase my protein because I was low. I know I was, I was drastically low. I'd even say when I make sure I'm, I'm getting close to what I should protein wise, um, I'm less hungry. Protein really does. It, yeah. it makes you feel full and you feel full for a longer amount of time. Fat does that too, but protein is really good <laughs> at that. So I think if you up your protein, you're going to notice that maybe you're not having those cravings or really feeling like, you know, get to that point of being hangry because you're so hungry. Um, so I think if you, if you do increase your protein, you're going to notice that as an added benefit. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at something like a keto diet, that's when we're going to see that very high percentage of fat and very low carbs. And again, that works for some people. Keto is what used to be, we used to call that Atkins. The Atkins diet mm-hmm. was, you know, everybody was having bacon for egg and eggs for breakfast, breakfast. and like living yeah. their best life. Like, oh my gosh, this is the best diet ever. It does work for some people. Um, I'm not endorsing it. Um, we're not endorsing any diet specifically, but just putting it out there that that's a different kind of, of macro breakout. That one is very high in fat. Um, it's also going to be high in protein because it's a lot of animal-based 
fat, um, and which in turn is also high in protein. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think there's definitely some pros and cons, um, to keto. Um, but again, you know, if you really got to talk to your doctor and see if that's yep. the best <laughs> thing for you. I mean, if you're dealing with, uh, you know, if you're diabetic or yeah. yeah, whatever the situation is, Be you really got to make sure that it's the best thing for you. So, yeah. um, but yeah, you know, and if, you're eating a vegan or vegetarian diet, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little more challenging to meet your protein needs. Like Gina shared earlier, you know, without also increasing carbs, but vegetarian sources of protein with the exception of tofu tend to be carb heavy. So this type of diet requires some experimenting as well. Yeah. And I can definitely vouch for that. Cause when I was eating a, a mostly vegan diet, I was eating, it was very healthy. I was eating a lot of, um, a lot of my protein came from beans. Beans are a great source of, of protein, but they're a good example of something that is also high in carbs. So if you're mm-hmm. trying to keep that a little lower as a vegetarian or a vegan, it's, it's hard to do. Um, again, tofu is, is a good example of something that is lower in fat and, and still yeah. high in protein for an, an animal source. So a lot of people will use like a 50% carbs and then split the fat and protein equally 25, 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a healthy approach. And it's kind of an, an easy one to start. But my experience has always been, has been that with most people that I know that have played around with the protein, if they've increased that protein to close to one gram per pound of body weight, they notice improvements in fat loss and muscle growth. It's almost, I don't want to say a guarantee, but try it and see what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us know. <laughs> no, um, I think it's important, you know, that if people want to experiment with macro tracking, they really do the research, figure out what their goals are, make adjustments accordingly. You know, as we've said, it's not an exact science or a one size fits all approach. It's very unique to each individual. And, you know, like I said, that pie chart might be overwhelming to you. So mm-hmm play around with it. Um, and if it's just easier to, you know, first start off with what is my daily calories, and then you move into, let's break that down into, you know, proteins, fats, and carbs. And maybe I only focus Mm -hmm. on the proteins for a little bit. And then I start to incorporate the other two things, you know, it's just a, it's a different approach, but experimenting is the best thing. And, um, just seeing how, you know, your body reacts to it too. And, know that it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. So, I mean, what would you recommend? If I was talking to somebody, I would recommend, you know, give it at least four weeks. What what would you say that magic number? Oh yeah, for definitely for sure. There's always that thing too, that like, you won't notice a change for four weeks. Other people won't start to notice a change for eight weeks. You know, like you're going to notice how your clothes fit and, and things like that. So yeah. Yeah, If we're talking to our husbands, right. If we're talking to our husbands, they're going to be like, Oh, I'm dropped eight pounds in seven days. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. I dropped nothing. (laughs) I gained two over the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So don't compare yourself to others is what we're saying. Yeah. 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 And I've said it too before that, 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 you know, you're going think it's going to change as you change. And so one thing to, to point out is that if you are successful in, in, um, you know, losing some weight, if that's your goal, Um, if your body weight goes down, your protein is going to have to be adjusted accordingly. So if you were shooting for 140 grams, because you were at 140 pounds, and now you're at 130 pounds, because you've been successful in releasing some weight, adjust that protein accordingly. Um, You find that sweet spot, and and it works for a long time. And and I've said this before, I think I say this every time we talk about this, you're Mm going to need to tweak things. And and you can get really precise with this. 
Um, a lot of people who are serious about tracking macros will actually weigh their food um, because remember, this is all based on how many grams of each macro you right. consume. And so yeah. the only way you can really know that for absolute certain is to weigh it. Um, and so in the beginning, uh, you can get a food scale. They're pretty inexpensive. You can buy them pretty mm -hmm. much anywhere. It really is. If you have no idea what four grams of, of um, chicken breast looks like, because yeah. that contains us, you know, it, it really does help to weigh it out. The good news is that you don't have to always be weighing your food. After you do this for a while, you're going to know exactly, you know, what, how much a portion of nuts is, or how much a portion of tofu is, or chicken, or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, yeah. But it, it can be really helpful. That scale can really be eye opening when you think <laughs> yeah. of what a serving of something <laughs> is, uh, and you weigh it out and go, oh my gosh, I was doubling it, you know, it can make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. We started weighing our food a couple of years ago. I thought, Oh, I know what, you know, what, how much I need of chicken, but we, we started doing that a couple of years ago. And just to give you an idea, I love her quick, easy meal rotisserie chicken and just to take that apart and then weigh that. And, you know, I'll tell you, if I go to Meyer or the local grocery store and get a rotisserie chicken, it's not as much as I would have thought you would get, you know what I mean? From right. that. Um, yeah. and so, I mean, I'm, probably going to get 10 to 12 ounces, but if I go get a Costco rotisserie chicken, <laughs> that's like 14 to 16, you know, ounces. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyways, it's, uh, or not ounces, you know what I mean? But anyway, it, you, it's a lot bigger and just eye-opening definitely. Right. So, right. and a lot more chicken than you think that you normally would, if you were just to eyeball it. So, mm -hmm. yep. But well, if you decide to give macro tracking a try, remember, you know, the active.com website to get your BMR. We talked about that earlier, in a previous mm -hmm. episode and calorie deficit numbers figured out, make sure you get that, um, you know, figured out for yourself. You can also uh, Google free macro calculator and find a lot of options to help you determine your macros. Remember, you'll need to tweak this, you know, and figure out what works best for you. And don't forget my fitness pal. We've been talking about that a lot too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My fitness pal is, is definitely a good one. I will say, um, and I've done this and I did this preparing for this to kind of have some information to share. When you Google free macro calculators, there are some really good ones out there. And there was one that gave me all kinds of information, but I did have to give them my email address. Mm -hmm. um, and they did then start bombarding me with, you know, <laughs> buy my program. I did get a lot of great information for free. And then I I just unsubscribe. So yeah. don't, you know, you might have to just give out some information, unsubscribe. They, they, they cannot then legally contact you anymore, but I really got a, a really precise breakdown, exactly what I was looking for based on my current weight, based on a goal weight, based on my height and my age, valuable mm -hmm. information all for free. Um, the internet can be a great place. It can also be a scary place, but it can be a great place. So um, I definitely encourage people to look for some of that free information online. It will really help you get, get exact if that's what you want to do. So yeah. thanks for sticking with us. This was a three-part series and it got a little sciencey and it got a little in-depth. Um, that is the wonderful <laughs> world of macros though. It, it, there's a lot to it. Um, if you give it a try and feel like letting us know how it goes, we would really love to hear from you because um, we'd like to hear you know, how it worked, what worked for you, what didn't work for you. So please feel free to email us at healthyliving at rockriveryMCA.org. And maybe we'll have you on to feature you on an upcoming episode and you can tell us about uh, your <laughs> success story if you have one sounds good well that's a wrap for us today and hope you can join us next time have a good day thank you